This episode of Radio Techers is brought to you in part by Trip Surfer Vacations. Travel is opening up again, and we know you're ready to go. Trip Surfer Vacations has great all-inclusive packages for your next beach vacation and all the info you need to know about your next trip. So whether you're headed to the Cancun, Cozumel, Cabo, or the Caribbean, Trip Surfer Vacations has you guys covered. We even have partnerships for European adventures as well. So we know you're ready to go. Visit TripSurferVacations.com and let them know that Radio Techers sent you. Y'all have fun out there. How did we become Central Ohio's most trusted team of orthopedic experts? We focus on what matters most, our patients. At Orthopedic One, we know we're only at our best when we're helping you get better. And every day, your commitment to overcoming pain and injury inspires and moves us. That's why we bring our best every day to earn your trust. Find a physician near you at orthopedicone.com. This episode of Headlock Talk is brought to you by... Austin-based company Naturally Hemp's and their new line of CBD gummies. These gummies are made with 100% baked-in, pharmaceutical-grade, non-isolate-based CBD. What we're talking about here is the entourage effect. The entourage effect refers to the stronger effect you get when combining multiple cannabinoids together, as opposed to just CBD. Full-spectrum CBD, or CBD distillate, tends to be more potent and last longer, which is what we're talking about here. Unlike some other brands that use a spray-on CBD, Naturally Hemp CBD distillate is baked in, so you know you're getting the full dose with each gummy. I personally use them for all kinds of things, like sleep aid or muscle pain. And did I mention they taste great? They got five flavors. Uh, strawberry, green apple, lemon lime, watermelon, and get this, the orange flavor has vitamin C in it. Ooh. So... If this sounds like something you could go for, head over to your nearest Creative Sig vape shop and pick yours up today to see for yourself the difference Naturally Hemp's gummies can make in your life. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Headlock Talk. This week, we got a lot of WWE stuff to catch up on, including the Raw Reunion, Smackville, and maybe even a guest appearance by Vince McMahon himself. Maybe. Maybe. Not, not really. <laughs> but maybe. It's a lot of beef. It's a lot of beef. And welcome, everybody, to another fun-filled episode of Headlock Talk. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. Indeed, ladies and gentlemen. We are back, of course, here uh, in in my house, like we always are. Like normal. Like yeah. normal. I am, of course, the Texas gentleman, Tanner Pruitt. And as always, to my right, the one, the only, Mr. Stephen Grudy. Well, hello, everybody. Well, hello, Stephen. How's it going? It's going pretty good. It's yeah. going pretty good. See, I just realized another reason why we shouldn't switch our uh where we're sitting yeah because i'm always to your right yes you you are always to my right for the most part yes yeah sometimes you've been on the left but that was that was in the early days Mm. you know Mm. right um (laughs) but uh this week i'm actually really excited because now we finally have a chance to play with our new equipment Oh my god, it's so nice. Yeah, it's it, it is nice. It, listeners, if you can just let us know, hey, I can tell the difference in terms of sound quality. 
that would be much appreciated. It that, definitely makes our life a lot easier too because we can hear each other. Yes. Uh, and, and how it's going to be recorded as opposed to just like, I, I mean, I'm in the room with Tanner. I can hear him talking. You yeah. Know? <laughs> right. Right. And 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 it should also be said. Now we each have our own microphone. Yes. We yeah. each all uh, have our own mic. We have our own headphones. Uh, don't don't get us wrong. I mean, it was it was um, easy for us to kind of um, improvise, and the, and the mics that we had, the mic that we had previously, worked mm. very very well. Uh, but this is uh, this feels like a definite improvement here. Oh yeah, yeah, it definitely feels like it. I, I do want to say though, Blue Snowball, thank you for what you do. Yeah. Because uh, we were rocking with that for for a long time, yeah. and I mean, it was going great. Yeah. You know, I thought it sounded great. And how much was that mic? Like 50 bucks? 50 bucks. 50 bucks for, yeah. for a really, really quality mic. So if you're an aspiring podcaster out there, definitely recommend uh, checking out the Blue Snowball or any of Blue, you know, mm-hmm. the, the Blue products out there because those are great. I'm still going to be taking the Blue Snowball with me when, uh, when I head to Disney later this year. So that way you and I can still talk. Perfect. Yes. Perfect. Yes, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> uh, we've got a lot to get into this week. A lot of, like I said, WWE centric kind of stuff. Some mm-hmm. AEW kind of centric stuff. Uh, CM Punk, of course. Uh, th- that's a whole thing. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I want to get excited every time I hear about CM Punk. Yeah. Um, just because he's awesome. But at yeah. the same time, it's like everything I hear just makes me sad. <laughs> no, I understand. I I don't think you're alone in that. Um, I, I think that there's a lot of people who would really want to see CM Punk come back, and I think a lot of people think that AEW is a natural landing spot for him. Mm. Uh, but we'll get into that can of worms here in just a moment, of course. Uh, before we dive into the, the, the down and dirty of everything here, uh, of course, I do highly recommend, as always, that y'all tune in every Tuesday to us on Brain Buster Radio, because we're always pumping out the jams there, as well as here, of course. Um, but Brain Busted does a lot of cool things for you guys as listeners and fans. So just to kind of give you something really awesome here, uh, Wrestling Resurgence, which is out of the UK, um, they have a big show on August 31st. So if you're listening to us in England right now, um, you can actually get 15% off on your tickets to that show on August 31st, which um, that's a huge day for wrestling in general Mm. uh, because you've got the UK show for NXT, You've got the UK show for uh, New Japan. But if you are wanting to support your local independents, uh, local independent companies, then I uh, definitely cannot uh, disagree with your wanting to go and get this deal here with Wrestling Resurgence. They always put on a really great show. Uh, so, yes, go to uh, the, their website <clears throat> and use promo code BRAINBUSTA15 and you can actually get 15% off on your tickets. So that's pretty cool. Um, and that's going to be at, let me see here. Uh, the website I'm seeing here is M-E-C-H-A-S-H-O-T-E, as an echo, I, as an indigo, dot bigcartel.com. So that's where you go. Enter in BrainBusta15, get 15% off on your tickets. So that's cool. Um, and then let me see here. Also, same website, you can use that same promo code to get 15% off on shirts and pins. So that's pretty dope. Yeah, swag's always fun. Swag is always good. And then last but not least, if you really like your independent wrestling, then check this out, of course. Uh, We have a great deal for you with 10% off on your uh, sets of Four Corners trading cards. 
which uh, they they put out trading cards for independent professional wrestlers. Uh, so uh, each month you'll get a new set uh, that comes in, or you can get a new set rather that comes in with new stars. And again, uh, use BB Radio ten for ten percent off on your orders at fourcornerscards.com. It's with the number four. So uh, Brainbuster Radio working overtime to make things happen for you, the listeners, oh, yeah. if you like independent wrestling. Definitely. Yes. So, with that said, uh, I think the I feel like the big news of the week comes from probably the Raw reunion show. Yeah, because yeah. it, it feels like WWE needed to have a big showing with this. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. so just right off the bat, I did enjoy the show. Uh-huh. Uh, I definitely enjoyed it. Um, it was more so from a, you know, fr- from a nostalgia standpoint. Uh, I did like seeing everybody. Um, hashtag bring Boogeyman back. Um, <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> there wasn't a lot of wrestling, um, but you know we've talked about that. We we kind of don't expect a lot of wrestling from Raw these days. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I never it, expect wrestling from Raw. Right, like, most of the time. Right, it was fun. <laughs> it was fun. I mean, it was a it was a decent enough show. I guess. I mean, I won't complain. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I feel like, yes, they really did need to have a big show. And were there occasions where I was like, eh? Absolutely, right? Yeah. Um, but they, they did a lot of good for the most part. Um, they kicked off the show in a really hot way with uh, John Cena coming out and talking about how much he still cares for WWE, of course. Um, Usos came out and there was like a little bit of a battle rap moment. Because uh, that's what we needed. Yeah, yes, uh, it's absolutely what I needed from Raw is a battle rap segment yeah. between the Usos and John Cena. Yeah. Uh, but that's <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Um, one of the more controversial parts, and, and we'll get into it here in just a minute here, um, John Cena, no fault of his own, of course, he, he made a joke about how the Usos looked like how they look in their mug shots. Yeah. Um, in reference to... Uh, uh, I believe it's Jimmy Uso's uh, DUI that he had earlier in the year. And then it just gets a little bit more sad. Uh-huh. Uh, w- w- um, w- w- we'll get into that here, actually. Um, Jimmy Uso, of course, days later, uh, Thursday morning, uh, was actually uh, arrested again uh, for DUI near Pensacola, Florida. Um, uh, the arresting officer... Uh, said that uh, he was going about uh, 100 miles an hour on the freeway, uh, um, swerving in and out of traffic. Uh, you know, it's not or swerving in and out of his lane rather. Mm. Um, this is per per TMZ is is what I'm kind of reading this off of. Uh, arresting officer said he uh, uh, definitely reeked of alcohol, and uh, Jimmy uh, refused a. Uh, uh, DUI test on the spot. Mm. So he was arrested. Bond was set at $1,000. Uh, WWE issued a statement saying that uh, Jonathan Fatu, his real name, mm-hmm. uh, is responsible for his own personal actions. Um, but at some point, kind of like with the same thing that happened with Jeff Hardy, it's like, you gotta be able to, you know, say, okay, well, look, you're not caring for yourself. Let's try and get you some help here. Yeah, I mean, it, how long are they just going to... I don't want to, you know, sit here and try to tear down Jimmy. Obviously, he, he has some 
some yeah. issues that that he needs to deal with yeah. and, and everything like that. But you know, how long is is WWE just gonna kind of be doing the same thing with him? You know, uh, there was that whole controversy about WWE superstars being, you know, uh, well, what's the term? Uh, contractors. Yeah, uh, independent, independent contractors. contractors. Yeah, but I mean, the Usos are a huge talent for you guys, and, and they're on every week. They're on a lot of pay per views, mm-hmm. and you know, it, it. Like I said, he's obviously got got some issues that he needs to work on, and you know, from from my point of view, WWE he helps you out a lot. Maybe help him out a little bit. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. and they've they've done things before with a ton of other people. You know, Jeff Hardy, uh, mm-hmm. mostly to be noted here. Uh, but a lot of a lot of people, past and present superstars of theirs, they've they've helped out. Um, Mike Kanellis, another notable uh, person who um, sought rehab and he got his issues taken care of. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is now a time for for Jimmy to kind of get uh, maybe he, he he he. I feel like he needs help, and I I think that he definitely needs to get that help before it becomes a problem for others besides himself yeah i agree for sure Mm -hmm. it's just unfortunate you know yeah uh, it it is um back to the wrestling aspects of this though Mm -hmm. um rikishi came out of course he was going to do a little bit of a dance with uh john cena and the usos um that got interrupted by the revival thank god (laughs) and randomly uh devon dudley yeah i thought it was super random too i was like Okay. I was like, uh, I guess that's cool. I guess he's backing the revival. Oh, all right. Yeah, that's fine. Um, no Bubba Dudley, of course. Mm. Uh, I guess he's he's uh, got his Ring of Honor commitments. Mm. So uh, that's that for him. Um, <laughs> let me see here. Um, the match was the match was fine between the revival and the Usos. It's about is about what I would normally expect from them. Yeah. Right. Um, so and they normally put on pretty high caliber tag matches anyway. So uh, definitely, you know, definitely a fine opening match overall. Yeah, I, I would say. I thought it was a solid match for sure. Uh, I mean, Usos revival were both really great. Uh, mm-hmm. It definitely was a lot better than the battle rap segment we were just treated to. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I can't disagree with that. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of this Raw reunion show was just like about the twenty four seven title, right? Mm. Like there was like a thing where, um, <laughs> where Truth was like they showed him at Comic Con and he was dressed up as um, what was he dressed up as? He was like he was a, a penguin. A, a penguin. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But he, it was funny because he was like I, I put on a disguise. I was dressed up as as a penguin. Yeah. But, like, his face was still, like, out of the costume, and it was very clearly our truth <laughs> So it's like, uh, uh, okay, it's not really a disguise. It's, 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 it's still our truth I can, I can tell it's you. It's right? our truth in a penguin costume. Right. <laughs> I mean, this led to a bunch of different montages where Drake Maverick's trying to get his title back, mm-hmm. which is, you know, cool. Um, his his poor wife, Renee Michelle, she, she, she is now invested into this storyline just so that way it can like stop ruining her marriage mm. right but obviously it's counterproductive to everything because he's just going to keep going after the title right um so uh let me see here your favorite part here ah. uh, the, the boogeyman showed up at one point yeah. well no let, let me just say this okay they they did it so well yeah because 
you know Drake Maverick he he gets the title he's he's trying to grab yeah. all this stuff to yeah. to get yeah. out really quickly. Yeah. Drake, Drake Maverick rolls up Truth and takes off with the title. Mm-hmm. Gets the three count. Yeah, and then we see a scene with Drake Maverick uh you know in the locker room grabbing his phone and and like his pads and stuff and he opens up his suitcase to to start packing up to get get ready to go. Yeah. And what's in his suitcase, Tanner? Uh worms, lots of them. Right. Not lots not the them. gummy kind that I like. Oh no, the the not, not, the alive not, not trolleys. The alive kind. Oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah. And the heebie-jeebies. And, and then, uh, you know, the lights go down, red <laughs> lights come on, and then uh, Drake Maverick turns around, and there is the Boogeyman. Oh, yeah, the Boogeyman. You're, you're a big fan of the Boogeyman, Steven. I don't care. I love the Boogeyman. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, So yeah. what, what is it about the Boogeyman that you love so much? You know what's funny? I have no idea. Holy shit, was that the boogeyman? I think it was. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, see, you summoned him, Steven. See, that that's what happens. You give him praise and he just shows up. Yeah. Oh, I'm the boogeyman. <laughs> no, but uh, honestly, I, I just really love that segment. I love boogeyman. I don't know why. He's just a great character. Uh, he, he was big part of my childhood i had like a eight inch action figure of him really i really did wow 100 percent. and it, it had it came with a bucket of worms not like real but like you know just a small like yeah little, little bucket of worms came with his like weird like chest dress thing that he would wear um yeah. but yeah so that that segment was great yeah well, well cool cool that's really awesome I, I didn't know that your your love for the boogeyman extended that far back oh yeah oh yeah mm-hmm um, so the boogeyman, I mean, this was a, just a silly segment really all together. Yeah. Um, so, uh, the boogeyman, uh, scared him uh, scared Drake Maverick that is. <clears throat> and, uh, somehow Pat Patterson was there mm. to, to roll him up for the win. Um, in a segment that uh, we didn't actually see because Pat Patterson's too old to go down for a pinfall. Right. Uh, his old friend Gerald Briscoe uh, then picks up the title, who then drops the title to Kelly Kelly, who uh, came back. Glad to see Kelly Kelly. Yeah. Yeah, good yeah. to see her. She was uh, only 18 once before. Yeah. 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 On uh, the old ECW stuff. That was her whole shtick was like, hey, I'm taking off my clothes and I'm only 18. Right. And then it was like, oh, should I really be watching this? <laughs> very ECW. Very um very Vince ECW. That's a better point. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I actually I didn't know that until like way later. Yeah. That, that she was like only eighteen at yeah. the time. Well that was yeah, I mean, the... I really shouldn't even have been watching it at the time, but I yeah. was because Because. Yeah. Yeah. Cause ECW. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? Uh they got away with it somehow. Yeah. Uh, she didn't actually ever take off her clothes, by the way. I mean, she came close quite mm, a few times. Yeah. You know. Uh, yes. Um, anyway, <clears throat> moving on. Um, so, Kelly Kelly was the first ever women's 24-7 champion. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Good for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Melina uh, then revealed a referee shirt to reveal that uh, she was... Uh, uh, well, she revealed a referee shirt that sets up Candace Michelle to pin Kelly Kelly, and then uh, Candace Michelle then chokes out uh, Candace Michelle, or Alundra Blaze then chokes out Candace Michelle because Al- choked out herself. Yes, that was a very interesting segment. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, Alundra Blaze, uh, women's wrestling legend, 
um, then picks up the title off of Candice Michelle. Mm. Now, uh, if if you know your wrestling history, uh, Alundra Blaze once took the WWE Women's Championship with her to one of the first episodes of Monday Nitro for WCW and threw away that title in the garbage can. Mm. Something that Vince McMahon apparently never forgave or forgot, for that matter. Oh, he definitely didn't forget it. He definitely didn't forget it. Uh, but we'll we'll tune into more of that later on here. Um, let me see here. Uh, so, well, actually, we'll get to it right now. Alundra Blaze was about to throw away the, the 24-7 championship into the trash can. Uh, Ted DiBiase, uh, uh, the Million Dollar Man, came out, offered her money for the belt. Mm-hmm. Everyone's got a price. Everybody's got a price. Mm-hmm. Uh, moments later, Drake Maverick back on the scene now. Catches up with Ted DiBiase as Ted DiBiase is leaving uh, the arena, and he regains the championship. So, he regains the title. (laughs) Um, Let me see here. Uh, He's getting all the luggage ready, and then he, um, uh, he gets rolled up by Truth, who then uh, takes off in the limousine, with Drake Maverick's wife. So now the 24-7 title is on truth. Uh, but apparently he also kidnapped Drake Maverick's wife. Yeah. Renee Michelle. So, I mean, that was kind of a weird segment. Uh, very. You would think that she would, you know, get out of the limousine. But it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. A lot of 24/7 shenanigans here. Yeah, that's 8 title changes uh for those of you keeping count at home. Right. That is 8. <laughs> right. And and all of that, I mean, it it took place, you know, over the course of the night or whatever, but it was in grand total probably like 15 minutes. 20 minutes? Yeah. You know. It was it was a good chunk of time taken up. Probably a little bit even more than that. I don't know. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, it was fun. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. Uh, they were going to have the Drew McIntyre, um, uh, Cedric Alexander rematch because Cedric Alexander got a win over uh, Drew McIntyre the week before. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, that didn't happen. Yeah, uh, Drew Maverick just destroyed Cedric Alexander. Uh, mm. So, um, Drew didn't get his win back, but he certainly just dismantled uh, Cedric Alexander. So hopefully this feud continues and somebody gets over. Yeah. It's some standard McIntyre stuff, you know? Yeah. Uh, though I, I would like for Cedric Alexander to like start making consistent appearances. Cause I really do like him as a talent. Yeah. I mean that that's the more of the, uh, talent problems that we've talked about, but we won't get into it. Yeah. But. Well, I mean, Okay, we'll talk about it in a few because okay. there there is a lot to talk about in that regard, I feel. Okay. Um, okay. But just to kind of round out skimming over this show here, Viking Raiders, um, they beat the former tag team champions, uh, Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder. Surprise, surprise. I mean, did we really expect them to, to lose this one? No. 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 Not at all. Uh, it was nice to see Christian come out. He came out for commentary during that match. Oh, cool. And uh, uh, the uh, former ring announcer, Lillian Garcia, also 
was out hmm. for that match as well. Yeah, this was one of the ones that I actually missed, unfortunately, because uh, I watch I watch Raw and SmackDown on Hulu, mm. and they give a an hour and a half uh, version uh, mm-hmm. of the shows, so they cut some stuff out. That was one that I missed, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Would have liked to see Christian. Big fan. Yes, yes. Um, so Mojo comes out for a promo. He, he says that the Raw reunion is uh, nothing more than a nostalgia trip. Uh, he uh, takes shots at Rikishi and the Usos, and then Roman Reigns comes out. They talk about, you know, you know what happens you know, when you do this kind of stuff on the island, and they get into a big brawl. Mm-hmm. Uh, Reigns definitively wins this match. Well, I, I thought that this might be a, a good match to set up for uh, maybe SummerSlam or something like that. Mm. But uh, no, they just definitively put Roman Reigns over here in this one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, did we really expect anything less? I mean, anytime, anytime Roman gets in the ring, he's probably going to win. And uh, anytime that Joe gets in the ring, he's probably going to lose. For some reason, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was a, it was a fine segment. It was a fine match. Um, it, it was, of course, everything that you would normally expect to see on a regular Monday Night Raw, especially coming from Reigns and Joe. Yeah, match yeah. quality wise, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Miz TV with Seth Rollins hypes up uh, the Brock Lesnar match for SummerSlam. Um, we've we've I didn't all seen understand, this before. Uh, that that segment where Seth Rollins was saying Brock Lesnar was a wannabe uh, Seth Rollins. That didn't make any sense at all. I don't know. He he's all about this uh, this shtick where um, nobody wants to grow up to be the next Brock Lesnar. Right, like he, he doesn't influence people. Right, which um, I mean, I'm influenced by Brock Lesnar whenever I go to the gym. I'm like, I want to be like that get them guy. Gains. Yeah, get them gains, son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, uh, I don't know. Seth's whole whoever writes for Seth is like on drugs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, everything that all the promos that Seth does is just like. Oh, okay. Cool. Right. Like, that r- didn't really make any sense, but I'm going to let it slide. Like, there's, like, white meat baby face, and he's, like, overly white meat baby face. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's very strange. And, like like I said, calling Breck Lozner. Bre- Breck Lozner. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're running with it. Calling Breck Lozner. <laughs> Uh, a Seth Rollins wannabe. Yes, it just didn't make any sense whatsoever. That really neat. Like they need to have an angle where like Seth is like he thinks he's gonna fight Brock Lesnar, but then like you know you get this guy coming out. He does the Brock Lesnar dance and he's yeah. wearing like a, a a pullover hoodie like Kurt Angle used to, and then like it's Breck Lesnar instead. <laughs> he's wearing <laughs> he's wearing like a bodysuit that has all of Lesnar's tattoos on it. Like like he, he takes off the hoodie and it reveals like the guy like his his uh his his t shirt, his it just says Breck Lesnar. <laughs> That'd be brilliant. I'd love it. Oh man. That's the new beast incarnate right there. Mm-hmm. Uh Sammy Zayn has a segment where he basically reiterates the same crap that Joe said. Really creative. Um, He he runs down all the legends. Um, Rey Mysterio uh, challenges uh, Sami Zayn to a match. And then, of course, uh, in the middle of the match, 
The Hurricane, Rob Van Dam, Sergeant Slaughter, and Kurt Angle come down. The new A-Team. They, they are the new A-Team. Um, I mean, look at her, like, look at, look at pictures of Hurricane Helms. He's totally B.A. Baracus in, in this one here. Mm. Uh, Rob Van Dam is the face. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. it works out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, the distraction by the Legends is enough uh, for uh, Rey Mysterio to pick up the win, which is nice. Uh, Rob Van Dam and Rey Mysterio, I believe they tagged together for a few times, and they make for a very good team. Mm. Uh, but uh, RVD's been doing some work for Impact recently, so I don't expect anything to come of this. Yes, uh, he, he was at uh, Impact very, very recently. Man, do I need to start watching Impact again? No. Fair enough. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You can start watching Impact again. That's yeah. I mean, RVD, bro. Yeah. Well, Tessa Blanchard, uh, she's still having her feud with Sammy Callahan, mm. uh, which is good. She's she's like main eventing like matches with him. That's awesome. So that right now, um, for if you're an Impact fan, uh, yeah, be very excited about this Tessa Blanchard push because she's coming for that uh, World Heavyweight Championship, mm. that Impact Championship rather. Yeah, yeah. She's awesome. She is. Um, Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles. Um, for those who don't know, or who who didn't know rather, <clears throat> uh, this match was supposed to have um, Ricochet versus AJ Styles. Um, you know, which would have been probably about as good as what this match was. Mm-hmm. This was this was fine, but nowhere even close to where. Uh, they were when they faced off at Money in the Bank. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, with this match, I was almost just like, there was multiple times where I was just waiting for it to like kick kick off mm. and, and to like really start going. And mm-hmm. it, it almost seemed like they stayed in first gear mm-hmm. or maybe second gear for like the whole match. And it um, didn't really. Well, and there was a lot of like outside elements too, like mm-hmm. um, the club, which is now called the OC which, you know, was a really shitty, you know, uh, teen drama show at one point. Oh, I see. Uh, <laughs> uh, the OC had a lot of interference in the match, and then uh, Shawn Michaels and Triple H came out, and, you know, they had Seth Rollins' back, and then the OC tried to get chairs, and then they were cut off by Scott Hall and Kevin Nash and Road Dog and X Pac. Mm-hmm. No Billy Gunn, of course. Yeah, he uh, he definitely couldn't make this show. Mm. He he works for AEW now. Mm. Yes, yeah, that'll do it. Mm. That'll do it for sure. Yes. No, I mean th- this segment was fun. Uh, I, I love DX, so it was cool seeing DX. Yeah, uh, but I mean the the match itself almost was just there for the segment, uh, and, and it wasn't. The match was fine. It was the, all right. The segment was fine. Um, I mean, it wasn't wasn't totally great, but it was fine. They could have done more with it, though. Mm. They, like they definitely could have done more with it. I I, well, I think the segment itself would have played off a little bit better if the match itself was a little bit better as well. The whole idea was to put over Ricochet, but right? Since he has a an elbow infection, he he can't be there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so you know, uh, you, you know, you it's kind of confusing as to like, oh, why is DX there like putting over Seth Rollins? Like Seth Rollins can kind of stand on his own. Right, right. right. But if it was Ricochet, that's a whole different thing where they're like, you know, Ricochet, you need to watch out for him. He's the next big guy. 
Definitely would have made a little bit more sense. Yes, for sure. Yeah, uh, we get a we get a, a little bit of a um, segment with Mick Foley here talking mm. about you know his raw memories and winning the WWE Championship, uh, and then Bray Wyatt uh, comes out as the Fiend and uh, gives uh, Mick Foley the old mandible claw. Yep, yep. So that might end up being like a like a finisher of, of the fiends now. I think that's what they were trying to portray here. Yeah. I think that'd be cool though. Yeah. I think so too. I like that segment. Yeah. It was it, cool. Yeah. I mean, I'll never be able to get into Bray Wyatt like most other people can. But really? Yeah. But like, it's fine. I dig it. I'm willing to. I dig to it ex- a lot. Oh, okay, cool. And, and especially the whole like split personality thing he's got going on right now. I dig it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was on SmackDown as well because mm-hmm. um, Finn wanted to challenge him to a match for SummerSlam. Right, and uh, yeah, you get a little bit of that little bit of that split personality because mm-hmm. he responded as Bray Wyatt, right, rather than responding as the Fiend, of course. Um, let me see here. Uh, Alexa Bliss had uh, the Moment of Bliss segment. Had Becky Lynch come out and uh, Natalia came out very soon afterwards uh they traded barbs and uh yeah turned into a brawl i mean that's exactly what you'd expect yeah yeah, yeah pretty much it was uh, fun braun Strowman killed some guy yeah nice yeah he uh he he destroyed this local competitor um i didn't get the name um it, this does seem very weird like they keep getting like they keep getting local guys to like get squashed by Braun Strowman and by the Viking Raiders. And it's like, you could just, you've got a big roster. Yeah. Like, you could just make tag teams, right? Yeah. You know, I don't know. I mean, you would think. You would think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Braun Strowman, man, he should be so much bigger and better than he is. And it's just every opportunity that they have to, to really push him. They put him out with a jobber, and it's like... Well, it's not even that. It's like they should have pulled the trigger on him like two or three years ago when they had the, you know, when it when the iron was hot, mm-hmm. they should have struck, but they didn't. Yeah. So they really missed out. Um, now, who knows? I mean, you're going to have to rebuild him a lot in order to get him to that level again. Mm-hmm. You know? I almost think at this point, if you want Braun Strowman to you know, really be the the big bad powerhouse that we all want him to be. Yeah. He's almost gonna have to take some time off. You he, know he really should because his knees and his back are garbage right now. Yeah. You can see it every time he tries to run. Uh, it's yeah it, it looks, for sure. It looks a bit rough. Yeah. Um, and it, it he's kind of soured also with the whole like Baron Corbin stuff and all like their thousand year feud for no reason yeah i don't you know i don't get any of that yeah. it's it's all very weird um to close raw reunion they of course brought out rick flair who uh he didn't say anything he not just, a word he just, he just came out to the you know onto the entrance ramp uh with all the rest of the wwe talent and they applauded that too they yeah. applauded him and he was very uh gracious and thankful which is nice um, Hulk Hogan came out uh, and got a, a similar reaction from the crowd, uh, but nothing but disgust apparently from the whole rest of the talent behind them. You could see yeah. pictures and stills of like Triple H and Shawn Michaels, like with their arms crossed and like just like 
really frumpy about it. Yeah. Uh, which for good reason. Yeah. Let's be honest. For good reason. Uh, Booker T. He was just glaring a thousand yard like hole through. <laughs> uh, Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Uh, the Hulkster said some some nice things, of course, about WWE Universe and you know everybody, um, which was cool. It was a nice it was nice to see Hulk and Flair together. Uh, but of course, the moment you've all been waiting for, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin comes out. Yeah, glass shatters. Yeah, yeah. Um, the whole the whole nine. Absolutely, he like storms right past. Uh, Flair and Hogan, um, you know, he talks about his memories, talks about how he was like drinking until the wee hours of the morning with Ric Flair the night before, yeah. um, which is hilarious. Ordered uh, a bunch of room service. Yeah, he ordered everything off that yeah. menu, it sounds like. <laughs> um, but man, he looked so good. Dude, let me tell you. So <laughs> I was watching this episode with my dad, right? And yeah. so he he knows obviously Stone Cold, very big Stone Cold fan. Right. And even my dad mentioned like, bro, his guns are crazy. <laughs> yeah, he's he he was not taking that those workouts lightly. No, he he looked jacked. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, and I was sitting there like like watching with uh watching on my phone. Mm. I was like, he could probably still go. Right. But he he won't. But he he probably could still go. <laughs> Man, he definitely looks like he could. Yeah, hundred percent. He's definitely in the shape for it for mm. sure. Um, he's gonna have his own show on USA, which is awesome for Stone Cold. And uh, they closed out the show with a giant beer bash with everybody. Yep. So that was cool. It was kind of funny. He was like, "Don't I'm coming out here. Don't expect me to get sentimental." And then he got sentimental. Yeah, he got he got pretty sentimental. It was nice though. He got. He got a lot of beer. He he drank a lot of beer, uh, and and everybody else joined him in that. Yeah. So that's. You nice. see, Mark Henry was drinking a water. Yes. <laughs> uh, he might not drink. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, I, I just yeah. thought it was funny. Um, I do want to touch base on this though. Mm. Uh, kind of from what something that you brought up earlier. Um. I do get the feeling that while this was nice. Um, besides the Seth Rollins segment, who, uh, that was out of their hands because there's no way that Ricochet could have been there. Right. But they never, there was not very many moments where there were people that were actually on the level of the legends that were there. I mean, yeah, it's kind of hard to, to do that when you have, you know, four matches. Well, not just that, but it's like. Besides besides the Seth Rollins thing and besides the 24-7 title thing, which is just like pure comedy at yeah, this yeah. point, um, you know, uh, nobody felt as big as Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. And and maybe for good reason. You mean like in terms of like overness? Yes. I see. Yeah. yeah. Like there was nobody comparable, right? Yeah, for to, sure. To, to him on that night. There was probably not even any like current stars that were comparable to even the reaction that Hulk Hogan got. Yeah, which um, I mean, for better or worse, I mean, he got a decent enough reaction, but it's not like the, you know, the reactions he used to get, you mm-hmm. know, you know, pre, uh, you know, uh, trial stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it it is it's a nostalgia episode, and so you expect people, you know, these people are are expecting to see Stone Cold, they're expecting to see Hogan, you know, they they see Roman Reigns every week, they see you know blah 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 every week. Yeah. You know, I, I can expect a little bit of a bigger pop when, when Hogan comes out or when, you know, 
Shawn Michaels comes out, Triple H, whatever, just because, you know, they're not there all the time. Right. You know, but I do definitely see your point for sure. Right. Like Seth Rollins, who's supposed to be the guy on Raw, mm-hmm. he's he gets nowhere even close to the reaction. Like I said, that, that Stone Cold, you know, or uh, uh, I'm, I'm only comparing these two because that I felt like there was a deep contrast in the reaction, but between Stone Cold, who was like super over, like oh, yeah. ungodly over, and then like compare that with like Hulk Hogan where it was like, you would expect him to get a good reaction, um, but um, uh, it was a a lot more <laughs> significantly faint reaction compared to what he normally gets. Yeah. Um, which, for good reason, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, which is unfortunate because I really, really like Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean that that he he was uh, definitely the guy who got me into wrestling. So, so. Yeah. I mean, just think about it this way. You know, fifteen, twenty years from now, mm. uh, they have another Raw reunion. I mean, at, in next year they'll have a raw reunion. Well, <laughs> if they if they keep sliding like they're sliding, bear with me here though. Okay, you know, fifteen twenty years they they have another raw reunion. Do you see anyone currently on the roster uh, being that over by that time? Honestly, I, I don't. Think if they so. continue how they are, I don't know, man. There's yeah. no way of knowing. They they're gonna have to really step it up. Yeah. Um, moving swiftly along here, because I know we've taken up a lot of your time already in looking over uh, the Raw reunion. Uh, Smackville was on uh, on Saturday last mm. night. Um, it was a fine show. It was all right. I missed it, unfortunately. It, it, it I was, do just want to be front, upfront about that. It was an hour long. It had three matches on it. Um, Finn Balor was not able to participate. Um, he has the stomach flu. From what I've seen here, um, so that sucks. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he was instead replaced by Mustafa Ali. So okay. Uh, so they had a decent match. Uh, Nakamura and Ali did. It's like the best of a bad situation. It was fine. Like it. It wasn't like. It wasn't great. Yeah. But it was fine. Um, you know. So I'll, I'll take it for what it is. Um. So, yeah, I mean, I could see that continuing for sure. Um, you know, it would help for Ali to get a good push. Um, Elias came out. He played guitar for what seemed like forever. It always seems like forever. He kept doing this like he was going to walk away and the crowd would cheer and then he would come back into the spotlight and they would boo. And he kept doing that for uh, what seemed like even longer. <laughs> um Eventually, Kevin Owens came out, and um, they had a match, and um, yeah, uh, Kevin Owens beat the tar out of him, uh, hit him with a stunner for the win. Mm. Um, it was it was fine. I, yeah. the, the live crowd seemed to love it. I was uh, just beside myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, let me see here. What else? Oh, yes, of course. The main event. Kofi Kingston versus Samoa Joe versus Dolph Ziggler. Uh, WWE Championship. Uh, there was a, a rumor going around that uh, they might have beaten Kofi Kingston last night. Mm. Um, but uh, that ultimately did not happen. Uh, Kofi did uh, pin Samoa Joe once again um, uh, to uh, retain the title. So... Um, Take that for what it is. Uh, so it seems as though the Kofi Kingston Randy Orton match is still on. Mm-hmm. 
So, I mean, I'm fine with that. I'm super fine with that. I actually really enjoyed the uh, the promo that they had together, um, mm. uh, setting up that match on SmackDown the night after. Mm-hmm. Or I guess we're talking about SmackVille now, so it was a couple days SmackVille. before. SmackVille. But, uh, yeah, I, I think it's a cool storyline. Yes. And I love Randy Orton, so. Yeah, R- Randy, uh, I think Randy will get a lot out of Kofi here. Uh, yeah. if, if, they're mo- if they're both motivated... Uh, then I think that they'll have a fine match. For sure. Mm-hmm. also think Kofi's doing uh, a lot better on his promo work recently. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's always good to see. Yes. No, I do agree. I do agree. Um, let me see here. Um, I w- I'll, we'll mention one last piece of, of major news, and then, of course, uh, we've got some... Uh, uh, you know, our, our you normal favorite game. Yes, of course. Of course. Um, so, <clears throat> as far as AEW is concerned, uh, there's a lot of news uh, involving AEW, but more specifically about a man who is supposed to attend StarCast this year. Mm. Uh, he is a Chicago native. He's a he's a big fan of punk rock music. Uh, he is, of course, CM Punk. Yes, indeed. Yes. Um, so CM Punk, uh, he had an interview with ESPN's Mark uh, Romani, uh, Romandi rather. Um, uh, I don't know. There's a, there's a whole lot of uh, of things. <laughs> like I said, we're opening up a can of worms here. Um, so I'm going to read some exact excerpts of what was transcribed in this interview. So that way that um, we're not, um, you know, cutting corners or just uh, making, you know, um, uh, what's the right word, Stephen? Assumptions. Assumptions. Nailed it. Yeah. Uh, Assumptions. Assumptions. So, um, <laughs> I don't know how to talk into a mic, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, no, it's okay. Uh, we're, we're still getting used to all this equipment, really. Yeah, yeah. It, I can't, it's really hard to, to breathe in the right spot. Yeah, you just have to kind of move around. Yeah. Um, Anyways. Um, so, on the subject of AEW, Mark Ramonde asked, um, if he had a relationship with AEW, CM Punk said no. Um, I, he says, quote, I know they like talk to me. Uh, I know they like to talk to me about a lot. Oh, hold on. I know they like to talk about me a lot. That's what he said. Yeah. Yeah. I can't read, so it's okay. I can read it. Uh, well, I'll, I'll, sure, go ahead. You go. You give, give, it, a, give it a try here, Stephen. <laughs> You're, you're the more educated of the two of us. Yeah, okay. Uh, all right. So he says, I know they like to talk about me a lot. If I text Matt Jackson, hey, have a great show tonight, which I did when they had their big show in Vegas, that somehow turns into Tony Khan telling people he has a great relationship with me. I've said in the past I've talked to them, but nothing ever came of anything. Hmm. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um... And then he also, and again, this is this is per pro wrestling sheet uh, by way of ESPN's Mark Ramondi. Mm. Um, Punk also addresses fans having expectations to see him at All Out because of his scheduled appearance of Starcast, which, I mean, they've basically built Starcast around CM Punk this year, right? Or or this time around, rather. Hey, it's a big get. I get it. Yeah. 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 He's a he's a definitely big get. Mm-hmm. Um. 
Punk says, I think that there's an expectation that's purely been built by them. My silence to some fans means something. They're trying to read the tea leaves, but there's nothing to read. I even feel like talking about it may be may feel like I'm putting some sort of negative slant on it, but I'm really not. The fact is, I know they've teased me ad nauseum, and if somebody, if anybody's going to get mad, it's at me because I don't show up. Well then, I don't know what to tell you. That's one of those things that's none of my business. Mm. They do videos where they talk about me. They're constantly talking about me in the media. And again, maybe this sounds like I'm badgering them, but I'm not. It's just something that happens. I'm a popular guy to talk about. Um, but I'm not doing interviews talking about them, which he clearly is. Uh, what are we reading right now? <laughs> if people ask me about it, I say no, I won't be there. Um, he was then asked straight up if anything between him and AEW was intimate uh, or I- imminent, not intimate, imminent. <laughs> Super intimate. Yeah, right. Um, Punk says, the last thing I got, I got a text from Cody Rhodes. And again, I almost don't even know how to reply to them sometimes because if I reply, they do interviews and are like, oh, yeah, I just talked to Punk. I'm kind of damned if I do, damned if I don't. I always think if somebody wants to do business with me, they can come talk to me. Texting offers isn't really a good way. Uh, it isn't, uh, uh, isn't really a way to do good business at least. Mm. Uh, Ramondi asks, was it an offer via text? Punk says, it was texted through three people and an offer came in through text. This was this is like a month ago, maybe. Uh, Ramondi asks, an offer for All Out? Um, Punk says, I think it was a general offer. I never could have done the last one in Vegas because I was in California for CFFC, um, which I believe he's doing commentary for, mm. uh, which is like an MMA organization. Um, so a lot to unpack there, mm-hmm. right? Um, I feel like, and maybe this is just the limited amount of information that I've seen, right? But I've never seen anything where, and I could be totally wrong. If I'm wrong, let me know. Um, I don't usually see anything where they, where AEW or Cody or the Young Bucks specifically where they just openly say, oh, yeah, we're aiming to get CM Punk. Right. Right. Like, the last thing that I remember being anywhere close to that was um, one of one of the Young Bucks um, said that there was an open offer for him to join Bullet Club while they were still in New Japan. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I know, uh, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure that Tony Khan has uh, mentioned CM Punk at least once. Not in any mm-hmm. sort of capacity like, oh, yeah, we're, mm-hmm. we're talking to him or, or we're yeah. looking for a contract, but I know he's mentioned him before. Right. Um, so, and, and that's and that's a whole other thing, too. It's like I never hear them mention him if he's not brought up by somebody else. Like, right. hey, exactly. you know, well, what do you think about Punk? Oh, well, we like Punk, right? Yeah. Like, of course, yeah. you, you have to mention Punk if someone's going to ask right. you a question about him. Yeah. The, I mean, the, the big thing that's always gone around was uh, Punk was, like, Tony Khan's first, like, he was, like, at the top of, like, Tony Khan's wish list mm-hmm. for AEW people. Like, even above Kenny Omega. Hey, good reason. I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, very, very strange. 
uh, kind of interview. But I mean, I, I get where he's coming from to an extent. Maybe, I, and I feel like there's there's much more fan pressure for uh, on Punk to do that kind of thing than I feel like there is actually coming from AEW. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more fans out there saying, "Hey, you should go to AEW." Yeah, you know. I think that's the big thing, honestly, is the fan pressure on it. Mm-hmm. You know, CM Punk. He's he's a he's a strange guy. We don't really know exactly yeah. what's going on in his head. So I mean, he's a, he's he's a he's a loner. He's a very smart guy, but yes. he's he uh, he as infamous, infamously noted on numerous occasions, he marches to the beat of his own drum. Right. No, hundred percent. And you know, I don't think you know based off all of his interviews recently, I don't think he'd be even mentioning AEW going forward if other people weren't talking about it. Mm. You know, and, and same thing for AEW. Uh, it a lot of the reason that you know CM Punk's having to deny these rumors or AEW's having to comment on it is because people are like, "Oh, hey, are you getting CM Punk?" Or they're going up to CM Punk and be like, "Hey, you going up to AEW?" Yeah, it, it's a lot of pressure from the outside. Mm. You know. Yeah. No, I mean that that makes sense to me. Um, I mean that's exactly how I see it being. Really, hundred mm-hmm. percent of the way. Uh, Cody responded. Uh, of course, over Twitter, as somebody asked him. Um, let me see here. Uh, Cody says, I think he was misquoted. I know one of us had a meeting with him in person, and yes, I texted him plenty when we when we couldn't connect on the actual phone, uh, but not a contracted offer. I wouldn't be surprised if he went back to WWE. Regardless, great wrestler and guy, doors open if he wants it. Hmm. Um, that that even has a lot to unpack because yeah. um, I would be surprised. Yes, <laughs> I'll say that. Um, uh, on a few different levels, right? Hmm. So first off, um, Cody probably doesn't know Mark Ramondi. Um, he probably doesn't know a whole a whole lot of journalists are. Um, but this might be something he wants to um further educate himself on maybe maybe all of that talent needs to probably uh, probably him Matt and Nick Jackson and Kenny for that matter probably need to to smarten up a little bit in that uh, department uh because Mark Ramondi I know I don't know him but I know he's been a journalist for quite some time mm-hmm. and that man doesn't do false reporting or misquoting Mm, um yeah you know so it's probably not the best look ever to be like oh maybe he was misquoted you know because then that'll give off like the whole like oh he thinks we're fake news kind of thing right right so that's not cool um he said that he's texted him when they couldn't talk on the phone but he never sent a contracted offer so he's kind of negating pretty much what Punk says right there. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he went back to WWE. Um, that's a bit shocking. Yeah. Um, I definitely would be. I mean, it was just like this year that they wrapped up that court case. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year or last year, late last year. Um, yeah. Uh, that wound still feels a bit fresh. I mean, it's a never say never kind of thing. Yeah. I know um, Punk said he's, you know, he's... He's over it and, he, and he's yeah. let it go he's and everything like that. It. He's at peace with it, but being at peace with it and wanting to get back in are two completely different things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, plus it sounds like he's got still um, 
commitments within oh, the yeah. MMA community. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would absolutely love it if Punk was to go to AEW. Um, uh, I, I would really want to see Punk versus Kenny. Oh yeah, that, that's a that's a dream match. Mm-hmm. I think Punk could add something to the upper tier of that card for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, even Punk versus Moxley would be something. I mean, Punk versus really anyone on that roster. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. It's a it's a real stacked roster. Yes. Um, door is open if he wants it. I mean, that's obviously a come and get it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think there's something strategic perhaps in what Cody's saying here, and maybe maybe we shouldn't just read it off the linear lines. I wouldn't be surprised if he went back to WWE. I think he's kind of throwing that perhaps back in Punk's face, like a maybe a jab. Yeah, maybe like a oh well, uh, you know. Good luck and see if you go back to WWE or not. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think that uh, you know he might be trying to still uh, kick the hornet's nest here a little bit to see if uh, see if anything useful comes out. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, there's going to be plenty of people out there who are going to believe that this whole you know uh, them discussing all this stuff through the media is a work. Which I mean, it's completely possible. I mean, at least part of it absolutely is. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I mean. Who knows, man? Who knows? Honestly, most of this stuff just just makes me believe that it's not going to happen. Just yeah. Because if if they had talked and it was like a maybe or like a possibly or even scheduled but not anytime soon, they wouldn't be this open about it. Right. You know. Well, at least I think so. And if they did it, you know, and he comes out on the first episode of. Uh, the Wednesday night show, yeah. Wednesday night dynamite, mm-hmm. I think is what the tentative title is called. Right, and attacks Cody. I think that'd be uh, I think that'd be telling. It'd be a good way to kind of have some foreground, uh, and some established kind of things. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm not holding my breath though. I'm not either. But I would love for that to happen. I'm not either. Uh, but I I do read into these things sometimes because um. Uh, Obviously, I, f- I follow um, soccer, European soccer, mm. and uh, as per tradition, if you're after somebody in the transfer market, a player to bring into your team, you always outright reject the notion that they're actually joining. Right, right. Yeah, yeah so that that is what it is. Um, we'll, we'll top off today's action-packed news segment here uh, with. Um, a little bit of a, a little bit of Vince McMahon, and if you want to, if you want to hear more of what we talk about with Vince McMahon, uh, and uh, the second quarter conference calls, um, then um, you can definitely check us out every Tuesday on Brainbuster Radio. Indeed, Th- ch- check it out on Tuesday. We'll have a lot more to talk about with Vince McMahon's conference calls. But just to give you a little bit of a, a little bit of yeah, a little, 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 little taste, a little bit, a little bit of yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Vince McMahon he takes a shot at AEW, uh, saying that they promise to have an edgier product. WWE will they will have an edgier product, uh, but that they won't do all the blood and guts and gory crap that uh, you'll see from one of our competitors. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a pretty blatant shot right there. That's bad shit, pal. <laughs> yeah, um, which. This is a great picture. <laughs> yeah, the the picture, the infamous picture of Vince McMahon yelling on the this the, the corded telephone yeah. from the from, from what the early two thousands. It's yeah. beautiful. It's great. 
Um, yeah, this is exactly how I see uh, Vince McMahon all the time. Yeah, in my in my brain. Mentally. Oh yeah, he's just like carrying around a corded telephone mm, and, mm. and just screaming into it at all times. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> from from the conference call, um, which you can listen to, um, but this is per reporting from uh, uh, What Culture as well. Uh, there are zero plans to go back to the old Attitude Era or to do blood and guts, says Vince. Uh, although he speculated that their new competitor may resort to that approach. Quote, We're not going back to that gory crap like we used to. It's a more sophisticated product. Oosie hot. Oosie hot. Um, Drake Maverick can't consummate his marriage, and Mike Kanellis' wife, Maria Kanellis, might be birthing someone else's child. Consummating with someone else. Yeah. 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 So... Um, yeah, sophisticated. Super sophisticated. When I watch Raw, I watch it with my pinky up. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yes, so that's just a, a little taste of how uh, you can hear more on this week's episode of Tuesdays in Texas with Headlock Talk on Brain Buster Radio. Uh, so definitely go on Twitter at Brain Busta Radio, B-R-A-I-N-B-U-S-T-A. Busta. R- Busta. Yeah. R-A-D-I-O. Rainbuster Radio on Twitter, and you can uh, you can use the link tree to listen to our episodes. Uh, subscribe, we greatly appreciate all the support. Uh, and then, of course, use those promo codes that we were telling you guys about; those are pretty dope. Um, but yes, uh, listen to us more on Tuesdays in Texas to hear more about uh, us giving Vince impressions and also um, <laughs> what he has to say about all sorts of stuff from it's his such co- good shit. Yeah, from <laughs> from his. <laughs> His, his second quarter conference calls to the investors. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, before we conclude today's show, of course, Stephen, I have one question for you. You got your snorkel? Yep. All righty. As always, we close out today's episode of Headlock Talk with uh, our favorite game, Obviously called If Wishes Were Fishes. Starfish. Um wait, hold on, I got you. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Wow. Yeah. You're so talented. Just got one. (laughs) Awesome, man. Uh, Well, if this is your first time listening to Headlock Talk, um, we play this nice game called If Wishes Were Fishes, where we each take turns uh, making wishes, and then the other grades them in terms of fishes. Indeed. Does it sound ridiculous? Absolutely, but it's a ton of fun. Uh, And, uh, yeah, it's all about the fish knowledge, really. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, the, the, The fishes. Um, Steven, do you have any wishes that are pressing that you want to get off your chest right away? I do. I do. I have a very, very important wish to get off my chest. Ooh. Okay. So we just watched the Raw Reunion episode, obviously. Spent, uh-huh. spent a lot of this episode talking about it. Yeah. And uh, my love for someone came out. Yeah. That someone is the boogeyman. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and I should have seen this coming. And he's coming to get you. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, no. All the worms, all of it. So, if wishes were fishes, hashtag bring Boogeyman back. Oh. Yes. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so you want to bring back Boogeyman. Who, who are we putting up against Boogeyman? 
see the the great thing about boogeyman is you can really put him up against any face and and it really doesn't matter just because mm. his whole shtick is just being terrifying and mm. being being scary and i mean any face can pretty much play that role pretty pretty well you know so i mean you could even you could go seth rollins you could go ricochet you could go i mean hmm. there, there's a bunch of different ones i mean i could definitely see that wish mm-hmm. um and i don't know what boogeyman's up to nowadays but, you know me neither but uh i mean he's probably on the independence i, I know he's uh He's scaring Drake Maverick. Yes. I know that. Absolutely. That's absolutely at the top of his agenda. Yep. <laughs> uh, um, for that wish, I'm actually going to give you three liar tail groupers. Mm. That's spelled L-Y-E-R tail grouper. Nice. Uh, this is actually native to the Okinawa Reef, uh, and it looks just like the boogeyman. It sure does. It looks just. It sure does. It looks just like the boogeyman. It's all all red, all red, uh, yellow, and black. It looks like he would eat some worms, perhaps, just like the boogeyman. Probably. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's definitely a possibility. I do wish. I will say this. I do wish that uh, boogeyman stuck some some worms in Drake Maverick's face. Oh, I'm just saying. Well, that's his <laughs> thing. It's his shtick. I, right. I wanted to see it, but it is what it is. It is what it is. I was just happy to see him there. Dude, when Drake Maverick opened up that suitcase and there were a bunch of worms in there, mm-hmm. I felt like I was nine years old again. Yeah, it was so great. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's. I'm, I'm glad that you got to relive some of your childhood, Stephen. Indeed. Um, what you got for wishes, Tanner? If wishes were fishes, I, I'm gonna steal something a little bit that's already been circulating for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks now. Okay, but. It's finally dawning to me that now might be the time. It might now be the time, Stephen. If wishes were fishes, after uh, SummerSlam, perhaps, maybe, maybe, AJ and, you know, Anderson and Gallows need to sit down Finn Balor and say, listen, I think you need some backup. Mm. And I think that he joins... uh, the the OC, and you know that he gets a prominent spot, and perhaps over time this could lead to an AJ Finn feud for control. Mm. Mm. That's yes. beautiful. Yes, I like that a lot. I think so. Yeah. So uh, that's my wish. If wishes were fishes, Finn joins the OC. We get uh, we get a few months. Uh, pro- you know, I would say maybe maybe at least six months. I don't know. Of of the OC, and then things start to deteriorate, and we get AJ Finn. Maybe in time for WrestleMania. Ooh. Mm. That would be a fantastic WrestleMania yeah. match. Tampa Bay wouldn't deserve that. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we, we deserve it. We, we keep ribbing you guys, Tampa Bay, and I'm waiting for some backlash for it. Uh, but, Bar of course... Barclash. <laughs> but, 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 of course, we don't have any listeners in Florida, so... I'm afraid, you know, that uh, the, these threats are going on deaf ears here. Um, you know, but hey, Florida, listen to us. If we're wrong, call us out on it. I'd love to talk to you. <laughs> no, I think that'd be Marco really Marco cool. Rubio sucks. Go ahead. Oh, snap. Go ahead. Oh, snap. <laughs> He's not that bad. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> Go on then, Steven. So now on, for, on to my terrible segment, or uh, segue. Uh, great wish. It would make me say wahoo, and because of that, mm. I'm going to give you four and a half wahoos. 
Ooh. Which is a uh, fish native to South Carolina. Ooh. Yep. It looks like that. Makes you say, wahoo. Oh, yeah. That's a good looking fish. I don't know if that's why it's called yeah, that. Yeah, but no, I like the name. Yeah, I mean, that's a good looking fish right there. It is. I'll that's take a, it. That's a good sounding wish. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> uh, so for my next wish, uh, I'm just going to kind of complain here for a second. Really? Um, I don't know if I've made this wish before. I don't think so. I know we've talked about this before, but I don't think I've made the wish. Mm. Um, WWE's titles, man, are just so ugly. Mm. And see, here's the problem. The design itself is not that ugly. Mm. It's fine. The, yeah. the problem is you have four titles that look exactly the same. Yes. And, and that that's the main problem. You mm-hmm. know, it, mm-hmm. if if it was just the universal title mm-hmm. with with the red red strap and the gold, it would look great. Mm-hmm. You know, uh but the WWE title is the exact same thing but black. Mm-hmm. And then the uh the Raw Women's title and SmackDown Women's title are the exact same thing except red and blue. Um so Hmm. If wishes were fishes, uh, WWE just re- goes back to the drawing board on all those titles, uh, gives them a fresh new coat of paint, uh, just a fresh new redesign. I, I'm a big, like, I like titles a lot, and mm. I like the look of titles. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't know, man. Some of my favorites were the spinner belt, uh, the, the <laughs> U.S. spinner belt, too, which was very short-lived. Yeah. Um, the original uh, WWE belt uh before the spinner belt is also one of my favorites um just just bring it back even like a retro style would be really cool um just something something different because they all look the same what are you doing what am i doing what's WWE doing doing? all their titles look the same man what are they doing i'm i'm sorry i i i I thought that you're asking what i was doing i was gonna say like oh i'm i'm looking for fish for no of course of course i know what you're doing i mean i would even like it if they just brought back the old world heavyweight championship belt yeah, the the big uh, big the, gold the, monster, the, the big gold belt. Yeah, I really dude. love that belt. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, we're joined by my dog Millie here. Hello, uh, Millie. She's absolutely in love with Steven. Yes, she loves me to death. <laughs> um, I do like that wish. I and I do think that somebody needs to get a little bit more creative with uh, how they're making these belts. Mm-hmm. You know. So, um, with that said, um, per your wish here, Steven. Um, I'm actually going to give this, um, let me see here. What would be a good wish for this belt concept? <laughs> like, are there any it. specifics that you want in, in terms of your belts? Cause I, I really want to kind of, you know, feel out what you're, what you're uh, saying here. I mean, honestly, dude, I, I haven't really given it that much thought on mm. like what the designs itself would be you just want something different exactly like my main problem is that they all look the exact same mm. you know that for I will, the most i part. will be fair they're not exactly the same mm. but it is the same design with different colors mm-hmm. so um at least those four belts are right exactly exactly right because i mean you've got like the u.s strap the continental the intercontinental title mm-hmm. yeah yeah bring back the crest with the globe and everything mm-hmm. oh yeah I'd be down. Yeah, yeah, like the the flying eagle belt. Mm-hmm. I liked that one a lot. Mm-hmm. That one's one of my favorites. Um, let me see here. I'll tell you what, <coughs> because me. because I like my belts gold. Mm. I'm gonna give you. Um, let me see here. Where is where did that fish go? I just I just had it. It was it was in my bag, and I just had that fish. Well, you gotta go look. Gotta go looking for it. Yep, yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
Um, let me see here. Well, here's what I got, actually. This is probably the exact one I'm looking for here. Perfect. I'm actually going to give you four French grunts, which is like a, mm. like a nice, nice, well-rounded gold here. Yeah. Um, you know, which I think that if they did a little bit more, like had some more gold trimming and not just like a big W mm-hmm. or a big pair of Ws, rather, uh, there, I mean, it'd be a little bit more... Uh, spontaneous a little bit more creative see i actually uh i like my belt silver i don't know why Hmm. i just uh i I like silver a lot better than gold uh not even just in belts but just like in jewelry like in real life okay um like the the tag team championships i think are awesome I think they look good. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess you got also got like the the cruiserweight mm-hmm. uh, championship. That one's also honestly, silver. honestly, the cruiserweight belt is probably the coolest belt right about <laughs> right about now. Yeah, to be honest, interesting. With I, that I, that dark purple strap. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of people who would agree with you on that. That's for sure. Um, yeah, I like that wish. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, for my last wish here. Um, so from everything that I can tell, right, like they're doing this whole, uh, 24 seven thing. Mm. Everybody keeps winning the titles. It keeps going back and forth. Right. Drake Maverick. Um, you know, he, uh, he keeps finding ways to win it and then finding ways to lose it at the same time. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I think it'd be an interesting plot turn in the shtick here. Right, so Drake Maverick, <clears throat> he finally he's finally able to consummate his marriage with uh, with his lovely wife. Congrats, Drake! Congrats, Drake Maverick! <laughs> yeah, you did it, pal. You you did it, friend. Oh. We're, we're, we're you know the lights are off and we can just hear them romping around in the dark, mm. right? And that's all well and good. <laughs> but but then you just hear him like yelp, and then he's like, oh. Oh no! What the hell? And then the lights come on, and then there's a referee right there, and his wife pins him for the title. <laughs> and then she scampers out of the room in like an evening gown, and like, you know, she's like every week she's taking pictures of herself in a new place, and then like, there's this whole Pink Panther vibe about it, where like she'll take a picture somewhere, or like there'll be a segment where she's walking into like a French cafe, but like there's a guy at a table and he's reading a newspaper and then he puts down the paper and it's Drake Maverick with like a mustache and some sunglasses on. <laughs> so he starts following her around the world to try and regain the title. And this goes on for months. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's great. I like that. <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel about that. See, <laughs> I, I actually enjoy the 24 seven uh, segments. I, I think for what they are, they're funny. Yeah. Um, and enjoyable, you know. Uh, but that would just be, that would just take it to a whole nother level. Be the cat's meow. Oh yeah, <laughs> the cat's meow. Yeah, yeah. You and your phrases, man. <laughs> that would be the cat's meow. Yeah, That's man. No, I mean I definitely agree. Yeah. I think I think I know what you're saying, and, and if I do, I agree. <laughs> good. That's very good. So I'm gonna go ahead and give you. Uh, uh, let's see here. I'm going to give you three Clark's anemone fish, which, uh, you know, I, I'm i not a biologist, but that looks like a clownfish to me. Don't know why it's yeah, uh, it called something else. Yeah, it looks like it could else, be related. But, yeah. But three of those for you. There you go. Yeah. Hey, well, I appreciate that, man. 
Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> well then, Stephen, do you have anything else that you feel is absolutely pressing that we need to cover here? Hashtag bring Boogeyman back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, of course. Bring bring back the Boogeyman. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, guys, it's been a pleasure talking to you, talking at you. It's been a pleasure to have you listening. There you go. Yeah. Um, we really do appreciate all the listens and support, and we uh, highly recommend, uh, if you haven't yet done so, go ahead and hit that subscribe button right there. Uh, wherever you're listening to us, whether that's iTunes, Spotify, uh, Podbean, Google Play, wherever. Hit that subscribe button. Boop. And if you'd be, yeah, yeah, just like that. Boop, boop. If you would just be so kind, if, uh, if said app gives you the ability to, yeah, please give us a five-star rating uh, if you haven't done so already. We'd greatly appreciate that. If you feel as though we deserve it, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, we'll take a four. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it well, I'll, I'll take, yeah, a four's fine. Yeah, yeah, four's fine. Um, you know, if you're giving us a one, then you might as well just stop listening, right? Yeah, I mean, if you're going <laughs> to give us a one, one, I mean, why? Why? Uh, <laughs> two, I apologize if I did anything to you. Yeah. And, and three, go suck a butt. What Tanner said. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, no, but in all seriousness, though, if, we feel as though, if you feel as though we've entertained you, uh, we appreciate uh, you know a, a good rating uh, wherever you're listening to us at because it really helps support our metrics. And the more that, uh, that it helps us, the more that we can give back to you, of course, whether it's making um, multiple episodes uh, every week or whether, whatever it may be. So if you can do that for Headlock Talk, uh, uh, also check us out every Tuesday uh, on Brain Buster Radio, Tuesdays in Texas with Headlock Talk there. Uh, you can also find their link tree. Again, it's on Twitter at Brain Busta Radio, B-R-A-I-N-B-U-S-T-A-R-A-D-I-O, Brain Buster Radio. Busta. Busta. Um, so you can check us out there. Um, there's a lot of great guys and gals who are making uh, great quality content and you can listen to all sorts of awesome independent, uh, wrestlers giving interviews. Um, like I believe, uh, JPQ this week had, um, uh, an, an awesome talent from actually, uh, wrestle circus, um, that, uh, she came on and, and, uh, uh RIP wrestle circus, of course, of course. Yes. Um, but yeah, um, so check out uh, Brain Buster Radio for sure. Also give them a, a, a five-star rating if you feel as though we deserve it. Uh, we would greatly appreciate all the help and support. So uh, without any further ado, um, you can also reach us at, on uh, Twitter at Headlock Talk for business inquiries uh, or for barbecues. If you just want us to come over and hang out with you at your barbecue, we would uh, we, we would love that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like me some barbecue. <laughs> You can reach us at uh, headlocktalk at gmail.com uh, for any of those inquiries as well. Uh, I'm, of course, the Texas gentleman, Tander Pruitt. And, of course, to my right, as always, the one, the only, Mr. Stephen Rudy. Thanks for listening, y'all. Thanks for listening, guys. Later, y'all. Bye-bye. Introducing Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee Beer. 
blending the smooth, creamy nitro taste of Guinness with hints of coffee, chocolate, and caramel. Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee Beer, your new favorite part of the day. Look for it where Guinness is sold. Must be 21 and over to purchase. Please enjoy responsibly. Diageo Beer Company, New York, New York. At General Motors, we make more than electric vehicles. We're helping to make the world a safer, more inclusive place for all. As the first automaker to support the Equality Act, General Motors celebrates and embraces diversity every day, especially during Pride Month, which is why we're proud to team up with iHeartRadio to support Can't Cancel Pride and the LGBTQ community. Because everybody in means everybody. Learn more at GM.com.